This episode is brought to you by Hostfully. Using Hostfully, you can create a free digital guidebook for your listing so that you can save time creating a professional experience for every guest that comes and visits your spot. Learn more at hostfully.com. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome, everybody. Episode number 305 of Get Paid for Your Pad. And lately, we've been talking a lot about how to stand out from the competition, how to create a unique hospitality experience. And there's nobody who knows better how to do this than today's guest. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, sorry. Go I ahead. So. <laughs> oh, I was still introducing you, uh, Jeff. But uh, <laughs> That made me laugh. I, I think we have our fact checkers right now <laughs> working hard to fact check that. But I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll go with that. I like what you got. So keep going. All right. All right. I will. So Jeff McIntyre is an Emmy Award winning uh, TV producer. Uh, he also is a real estate investor, and he's recently gotten into the short-term rental game, and he really focuses on creating unique experiences. And so that's going to be the, the topic of today. Jeff has a, an incredible pirate cabin, which is really, really awesome. I recommend everybody go and, and check it out. We'll put the links in the show notes and, and everything, but it's completely themed around uh, pirates. Even the captions are written in pirate language. Arrgh. <laughs> Jasper. He also has a, a website, thememyspace.com, where he showcases the before and the after. It's a, it's a really cool site, and it's a, there's some uh, funny things on there, too, if you want to have a, a giggle. So, um, so yeah, Jeff, tell us, uh, how, how did you get started with all this? Yes, let the swashbuckling begin. It's just dumb luck, and I'm sure that's uh, kind of the foundation for a lot of people's stories as you interview. I uh, Like uh, you mentioned, chronic uh, long-term real estate investor, probably 20-plus years, buying these single-family homes and just kind of licking my chops and getting excited for the 100 or $200 uh, that would arrive in, in the mail every month uh, per door and thinking, eh, it's not bad. I could just kind of cruise on into the future with this. This works. And then one day I'm on bigger pockets and I'm thinking about dipping my toe into the Huntsville, Alabama market. And I find an investor who kind of is working that scene and she agrees to connect with me. So I'm on the phone with her. Her name's Rhonda Blue and her name will come up again because she could change a lot of other people's lives out there. And uh, she says in her cute accent, so have you ever thought of uh, buying a cabin in Pigeon Forge? So what ca pigeon? What uh, cabin? Huh? So first of all, Rhonda, I make it a point never to buy a property in a city with the name of a flying rodent in its name. So pigeon forge? What the heck is a pigeon forge? <laughs> well, later did I find out it's probably only the hottest market for short-term rental investing, and one of the most desirable markets for travel for family vacation, and. While I didn't know it by name, I knew Dollywood. Everyone knows Dolly Parton's Amusement Park, Dollywood. And it is in Pigeon Forge because that's where Dolly grew up. And she really put that city on the map. 
So I listened to Rhonda Blue and I hit up realtor.com to look at, you know, the, the offerings a year ago. And I thought, wow, these are really cute. And they can make what? So I was blown away by the suggestions, uh, the numbers they were throwing out. I mean, who knew? Who knew if they panned out, but they sounded good. So I did something that I usually don't do. I am, I'm a big tire kicker. I'm a due diligence doer, typically. For example, I was doing a 1031 last year, and uh, Cleveland was on my list, because Cleveland's getting a lot of love, and I think it's a really solid place to invest. And I traveled back there from Los Angeles three times, three separate trips to check out properties and put the work in, because it still confounds me. People who treat real estate like buying a futon off Craigslist, you know, sight unseen, you know, from furniture to, to, to relationships of wives, people pick up on Craigslist, they don't check them out. And I get that, but buying real estate long distance, just for me, my comfort level, I have to go and I have to check it out. So like I said, a lot of hours and, and time spent in Cleveland, but Pigeon Forge? Oh no, why should I do any fact checking? Let's just buy a place sight unseen. So this place, jumpedoffrealtors.com, is super cute cabin. And once again, not knowing anything about the market, thinking I was getting the only super cute cabin in the whole area. Um, so I put an offer in right then and there, that day, hours after Rhonda Blue planted the seed. But I did make it a point to fly back to actually kick the tires myself before the place closed. So I was there for the inspection. But uh, that was kind of my entree into this crazy world of short-term investing. And then did you immediately decide to turn it into a pirate cabin or did you rent it out as a kind of more like a standard unit? So for clarity, that was my first cabin. And no, that was, I kept the traditional love nest, the love shack. Uh, and it's perfectly positioned to be a really romantic honeymoon spot. So that was cabin number one, and no, I, I kept that in the vein of most cabins in this area. So I, I wanted to first prove the concept. This, all these claims about short-term investing, Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg being the hotspot, I mean, that had to pencil out before I was gonna invest any more money in that market. So almost a year on, it definitely did. I mean, a month on, it was blown away. <laughs> my returns from multiple long-term properties together. I mean, the cat, and I know I'm preaching to the choir here. Everyone knows this uh, about the, the benefits, the lucrative uh, benefits of short-term, but I didn't. So as my jaw was dropping every month, I definitely started expanding my vision and thinking, where else can I buy? But I'd say uh, in September, another opportunity popped and locked my sights on this one-bedroom cabin in Pigeon Forge. And it was, the great thing about smaller cabins is, obviously, they're, they're a little cheaper, but less time, resources, and money to theme them out because you obviously have less space and they're more manageable. That's what I love about the smaller properties when it comes to theming. So this second cabin that I picked up in, I think it closed in October, that's the one that uh, I pirated out. And how long, how long did it take you to, to do the renovations? I think uh, from start to finish, and I flew back there for that because uh, it was kind of rough around the edges, that cabin. 
it needed paint and some fix up. So maybe two weeks. Two weeks only, wow. Two weeks, because remember, by then, I kind of had a good network in place. And once again, this is part of the short-term Bible. It's, it's your, your network, your handymen and women, your, your painters, your plumbers, all that. And if you have a good contact list in your phone for all those people, you can get things done pretty quick. Otherwise, I mean, you could labor for months doing this. And I, I wanted to get this on the market and kind of prove out the concept, because I had no idea if we want to get into to this uncharted waters, I had no idea if this would even work. Because truth be told, and I hope none of my uh, guests are listening right now, VR, plug your ears. I love you all. But, I mean, I'm not a huge lover of pirates per se. I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I've seen any of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. So that's not really my thing. But... I kind of rolled the dice on it being a thing of a typical visitor to the area. And can I share my pretty elaborate, extensive uh, research that I, I did to come up with the pirate theme? Absolutely. Thank you. This, this may get a little technical, so I'll, I'll take it slow. So downtown Pigeon Forge, here's how I characterize it. If people are unfamiliar with, with the area, I call it the Las Vegas Strip for families because it's, I don't know, five, 10 mile main drag full of just, you know, it's an explosion of lights and sound and fun and fat, <laughs> all the candy shops and, and arcades and, you know, bungee jumping and go-kart racing. And they also have a lot of shows, nightly shows from you know, a hillbilly comedy show to a pirate show. So my big research method involved driving by the pirate show property one Tuesday night and turning my head to the right and looking at the parking lot. <laughs> and there were cars in it. And the parking lot was packed on a Tuesday night to see a bunch of uh, <laughs> Tennesseans in pirate garb putting on a pirate show. I thought, huh, maybe there's something to this pirate thing. Tourists must like pirates. And we know just by looking at the popularity of movies and anything pirate themed over the years, I mean, it is a proven genre. People kind of, they dig, you know, it's a fun kind of a theme. So it wasn't a, a crazy risk per se, but it had never been done in that market because keep in mind, and once again, anyone familiar with Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, I mean, the majority of listings, well... 98% of the listings on Airbnb, it's just a scroll of wood walls, wood floors, wood ceilings, fireplaces, hot tubs, pool tables, bare figurines, bare everything, and plaid comforters. So it's just this blur of wood. It's, I mean, for bragging rights, maybe one owner can claim, well, my cabin is woodier than yours. That becomes like the distinguishing factor. How much you know, of a wood explosion uh, you could present. And so I thought, well, throwing in a little, uh, an ARG-infused cabin might, might stand out a bit. So that also drove that decision to do something new because it would be a pattern interrupt from all that wood. Now you're seeing like bright reds and skulls and crossbones and cannons and nautical theme in an area that, traditionally is just all mountainy 
And do you see, uh, because I understand that you have two cabins on there now on the Airbnb, right? Right. And my wife and I have a total of four, but the two that are kind of in my domain are the, the two smaller ones. She has uh, two, two bedrooms and I have two one bedrooms. Right. Got it. And so do you see a, a difference in the profitability between the pirate one and between the other one? Honestly, too soon to tell. The pirate one has only been in operation for about a month now. And as you know, uh, you really got to get the social proof machine working before I think more bookings will roll in. As my positive reviews start coming in, I think that's going to help secure more bookings. But I mean, it's first month in October. I did pretty well. I think I only had three or four empty nights. But as we also all know, it's those first couple of weeks are always pretty sweet on Airbnb because they do give you a little love, a little listing love for a new property. Here's where I went wrong. One of my big missteps when I blasted this listing out, I set the price too high. And I think that hurt me with Airbnb's metrics and their, their listing algorithm. And I think over time I'll recover, but I should have been more realistic and set it at a value, not what I based it on because of its uniqueness, but based on the actual uh, neighborhood that it sits in. Sure. Yeah, that's always a good idea to kind of start with uh, lower prices when you're starting out. And then once you have 10, 15 reviews or so, you can, I'm sure you can uh, jack the prices up a little bit. Definitely. And the other cabin, my first cabin, the honeymoon cabin, it just works. Just uh, the layout and it kind of, it really pops off the screen. And that one is doing quite well. And to me, these smaller ones, that's my sweet spot because I really haven't had any problem guests. You know, the larger the cabin, I think the, the greater the chances for problems. And, you know, you're packing, you know, 16 people in a four bedroom cabin. Hello, wear and tear, party central. So that's just not my, my, my thing. It works for some people and that's great, but my sweet spot are the smaller ones. And they're, once again, easier to test the theming theory on much easier for sure and, and i'm curious i'm looking at your pictures right now like where did you get all the pirate themed stuff that you put in there like the anchors and the all the pirate stuff that's probably the most fun part of this so if anyone is is thinking of, to theme out uh, a property i mean you're gonna love that phase it's like the the swap meet adventure phase tracking down artifacts and decor that meet that fits your theme and that just everywhere from eBay to any other online retailer. I mean, Craigslist, a Facebook marketplace in the area. I was able to pick up some local items. But what really, let me step back a sec. And a great tool was Pinterest because early on after, you know, I put the offer on this second cabin, I didn't know I was going to turn it into a pirate cabin. I knew I needed to do something to freshen it up because it really didn't have a lot of inherent pop per se. It didn't jump off the page by itself. Uh, when I rolled in, and I think there's, you could see in the before pictures, there was older previous owners. And once again, there's bear statues on shelves and ceramic bears around the hot tub and um, some even some duck figurines that were very cute. A, a mother duck and her, her, her babies were uh, hanging out at the cabin. And I mean, maybe that's fine for 65 plus uh, guests, 
But come on, that no longer moves the booking needle, in my opinion. Scrolling Pinterest, I uh, first did a search for themed properties just to kind of see what other people were doing. And as you know, it's so diverse. Uh, and that's the exciting thing about this topic is really you're only limited by your imagination and creativity. There's so many directions you can go. Kind of one of my requirements was whatever theme I end up on, it really has to lend itself to a lot of creativity in the bedroom. Because my first cabin, I feel the strongest thing it has going for it is that, that hero image of the bedroom with the beautiful, you know, hand-carved log king bed, and it sits in a cabin with a beautiful view behind it. So that just sells it. And that, that image um, kind of brings in the bookings. So I knew based on my, all my experience in short term at this point, <laughs> 10 months, uh, a veritable expert, I knew I had to create kind of like an Instagram-worthy bedroom look. So that helped narrow down the options. And the great thing about pirates, even though I could kind of give a damn, they lend themselves to a regalness, you know, a lot of fat, red fabrics, flowing fabrics, ornate, you think of royalty, and who doesn't want to treat their mates to, you know, a weekend uh, of royalty and kind of a real flashback to being in a, a French castle for the weekend. But you're in a little cabin in the mountains uh, with pirates instead. So that helped drive the decision to go with the pirate theme is, um, what can I do with that bedroom? And that became a lot of fun, figuring out treatments and uh, what we could do with fabrics to run fabrics up a wall, then over the top of the bed and how we're going to hang it, but fringe around the edges. It's, it's tough to paint the word picture, so you definitely should check out some of the pictures. Hosts are always asking, how can I make my place stand out when there's a ton of competition nearby? The answer is service level. When your guests can tell that you've invested in making sure their experience is great, they're more likely to give you a better review and rating. This is how you can differentiate yourself. One way that you can show how much you care is with a Hostfully Digital Guidebook. Include all the important details that make your property and location unique. Make your place stand out with high-quality service. To try our platform, visit Hostfully.com. The first guidebook is free, and if you like it, you can always upgrade for more features. But I mean, how would you characterize those uh, the, the bedroom shots, Jasper? Well, what I notice when when I look at your first picture, I think the pillow with the you know with the skull on it is is very good because it instantly just tells the story. And also, I like the the welcome text on your photo where it says "Welcome to Pirate Ridge," and then there's a little parrot with a pirate head. On the right, left right, letter, right. like I don't know how you got that in there, but <laughs> it looks good. And I just uploaded that a couple of weeks ago, and I wasn't sure because I think we all have heard conflicting reports with Airbnb wanting to limit the amount of text or graphics in a listing image. But doing a little more digging, I think they didn't want you to put like your phone number or custom website address because they obviously want all the bookings to run through, through them. And that makes sense. I, I think they're a little more cool with you putting listing information that may help seal a deal because in my other cabin, I actually 
photoshopped a picture with internet speed detail. So I took a screen capture of the internet speed and then overlaid it over uh, like a wide shot of the cabin living room. So I could integrate something of interest because everyone wants to know you have fast internet and it's another way to promote the space. So I did that overlay and I haven't, you know, been shut down yet. So, and to me, it's all about branding too. If you're going to go out on a limb and create something very unique and special, you really need to think of this as a product. You're not just offering, you know, a bed for a head. You are creating a, a custom experience that should be branded. So, you know, people could tell their friends and family, oh my God, have you checked out Pirate Ridge? Oh, you should definitely, next time you're in the area, you know, stay at Pirate Ridge. So that's why, and I know you've addressed this on other episodes, thinking how will this play out on social media? How will this look on Instagram? Is it shareable? So anytime you're walking down the road to theming out a spot, you have to think, you know, why would someone want to share this? And it has to be because it's something that they can't get anywhere else. It's, you know, showing their, their friends, look what I did that none of you have probably done, but you can just follow this hashtag. I'm also curious to know if you're, you're the guest that you've had so far, were they pirate lovers? No, they've all consistently been disappointed. Um, they were all Disney Frozen fans, unfortunately. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> they all seem to groove on it. And in the reviews, I'd say 80% mention the decor. And some even pick up on the, the fun pirate speak and throw in an arg or ship shape uh, in their, their comments. So I love that. I mean, when it resonates and connects with somebody, that makes me so happy that, you know, the, the experiment worked. Because at the end of the day, we're more than, we're not, first of all, we didn't get into this business to run hotels. Big, faceless, soulless hotels. No, no, no. We want to create unique experiences for guests that are looking for something different. Because if they weren't, they'd be staying at a Holiday Inn. They're coming to us for something different. And we're really, I, I think we're dealers of delight because we, the more delightful moments we could create for our guests, the more <laughs> love our guests will give us. And so whether it's theming, whether it's paying attention to details and honestly, just creating little moments of surprise, I think that goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I think um, I think obviously people that are really into pirates would would love to stay there, um, but I can totally see how people that aren't necessarily into pirates uh, would also want to stay there. I mean, me personally, I look at it and I'm thinking like this would be cool to stay there because then I can learn something about pirates. Sure, just bring a bottle of rum and that'll accelerate the learning. <laughs> you don't provide those. Oh, well, that's an experience we could talk about later. <laughs> Do rum tasting around the hot tub. <laughs> yeah, that would be, uh, be pretty awesome. So um, where did you get those, uh, those captions? Did you already know the, the pirate words, the ahoy swashbucklers uh, <laughs> and all that uh, kind of pirate slang? Or did you look that up? I, I don't know if I should actually reveal this, uh, but years ago, I had a YouTube channel called The Tipsy Captain, and I do wine reviews. 
and I'd, I'd have, I had an animated parrot who did the reviews with me and it was shot green screen. So it was all, I was in the, in a regal ship and, uh, in full, you know, <laughs> captain attire It was called the tipsy captain. So I had to, you know, learn a lot of the, the vernacular, the ship speak. So I, of course, expanded my repertoire by, by Googling all these pirate terms. So in my cabin manual on the last page, it's actually 50 like pirate words. So at least I could get them up to speed before they check in. <laughs> so that, that's kind of fun too. I love that. Awesome, man. Like, uh, yeah, you've done a great job with this, with this cabin. I'd love to stay updated on how it's going to go in the next uh, couple of months and the next years. Can you let the audience know where they can find your, your website? Sure. It's uh, thememyspace.com. And uh, if you want to reach out, I'm always happy to chat with people and help them maybe zero in on a theme. Now, one thing, Jasper, I, I did have, I had a couple other benefits. So aside from just booking benefits, there are a number of other really important benefits that can be derived by theming a space. Awesome. I don't, I don't know if you're interested in that. I am interested for sure. <laughs> so a, a couple things. So aside from just increasing bookings, there's a lot of other great opportunities. One thing, uh, of course, increased attention. I think if you do something boldly different in a market, you will be discovered. And if you're not, it's up to you to get discovered. So you reach out to these content-starved travel and tourism sites and let them know you're there. And I guarantee they'll probably want to do a little uh, story on you. And that's just free marketing and visibility. And that definitely pays off. Another benefit are partnerships, uh, local partnerships in the area. So my next step, once I kind of reach this threshold of 15 to 20 positive reviews, so kind of legitimizes the cabin, I'm going to reach out to the other pirate shows in town. Right now, after I bought this place, Dolly Parton decided to launch her own pirate show. So once again, kind of proving the, uh, the concept. So now there will be two pirate shows in Pigeon Forge. So I want to connect with them, introduce myself, and then uh, maybe do a cross promotion where if they promote my space, I will promote their shows and maybe they'll give me a discount code I can offer to my guests. So it's totally a win-win experience. And then targeted marketing. If you find the right theme that speaks to, uh, you know, a hungry niche, then, I mean, that's kind of easy. You just find out where your niche hangs out online, and then you jump into those conversations. You join those groups. You could run targeted ads on Facebook. If you have a Star Wars theme cabin or, or a Game of Thrones or Harry Potter theme cabin, I mean, that's easy uh, with the, um, the kind of micro-targeting you can do with Facebook ads. It's such a rich tool for identifying specific audience types. And then you just create ads that are relevant to your group and you include a strong call to action. And that's another great way to uh, promote the spot. And then you target conferences or events or groups that may be coming to your area that would fall under the umbrella of your, your theme. A great kind of easy outreach effort would be to find influencers on social media, especially Instagram. If you really do this right and you kind of create a, a visual smorgasbord, I mean, what influencer wouldn't want to take some pics in your space that is so uniquely different from anything else? And you can even offer them 
a chance to do an exclusive party, let's say, with uh, 20 of their biggest fans. They could all come and hang out in your space for a day. And then merchandise. Like I said earlier, branding is really important. And you always need to think more like, you know, you're developing a product, not just offering a space for someone to sleep in. So what could you do with merchandise? If you can create products based on your theme and you've done a good job by delighting your guests while they're in your space, they may be more likely to pick up, you know, a fun t-shirt or cap or mug or uh, I could maybe even do a pirate theme cocktail recipe book. But like your space, your merchandise really has to have attitude for it to compel someone to buy it. So you come up with bold images and fun slogans and logos. There's so many easy ways now online to sell this stuff. But it all starts with an eye for branding and putting, like this cabin's name is Pirate Ridge. So I had some stencils made and also some decals that I've, I've stuck in various areas of the cabin where I have what I, I feel a cool piece of art, a focal point is. One, I'm trying to, let me look here. I think I have a photo of it. Two of the biggest scores, I think, of decor items for this cabin that really sealed the deal with, I'm going all pirate, was when I found these two cannons, these wall-mounted cannons on eBay. When I, when I saw those, I'm like, oh no, th this is on. Who else has cannons in a cabin? And then I found this beautiful, what they call a figurehead. You know, on old ships, they have the, the carvings of a lady, the bust of a woman that is jutting forward on the bow of the boat. You've seen those? Yeah, I've definitely seen those. So I found one made out of a lightweight resin or something, very colorful. And I thought that would look so great on this wall. And to me, that was going to be one of the highlights. That's going to be one of the Instagrammable moments, people standing next to this beautiful figurehead that used to be on a boat, but now it's on a wall in a cabin in Tennessee. So uh, next to all those items, there is a decal or a stencil that's been painted on with the hashtag Pirate Ridge, the cabin's name. So the more you can do that, the better. And also, in my other cabin, I have a selfie basket, a selfie basket full of props that people could use with, once again, the hashtag with that cabin's name is Alpine Dreams, just embedded. So if they hold a frame up, an empty frame where the, the loving couple gets behind the frame, at the base of that frame, it has my cabin, cabin's name. Just another layer of free promotion, basically. That's a smart idea. That's great advice, man. You're, thank you for sharing all, all of that. That's, uh, that's really good advice. Definitely. It's an adventure. And I think today it's the only way to compete. There's over 3,000 cabins, at least on Airbnb and uh, HomeAway in the Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg area. So if you don't do something different, I don't know how you're going to stand out. So you got to stand out to book up. Stand out to book up. That is a great uh, way to summarize it. And um, as we're getting to the end of this episode, thank you, Jeff, for coming on the show. I think it's great advice that you gave and uh, I'd love to see how uh, everything works out. People who want to check out Jeff's listing and uh, they'll be in the show notes, his listings, but also go to his website, thememyspace.com. You can even sign up for a newsletter as well there. So yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome, man. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on and you know, maybe six months from now we can jump back on and get some more insights on how your pirate cabin is doing. 
Yes, hopefully by then it has set sail and uh, is finding new, new adventures. And thank you, Jasper, on behalf of all the hosts out there. We really appreciate your commitment to deliver information that will positively affect our growth and our businesses. So we appreciate all that you've done. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, I do it with a lot of pleasure. Otherwise, it wouldn't be episode 305 right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, keep on rocking, buddy. Thank you. All right, Jeff, thank you so much. And uh, for the listeners, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And of course, next week, there is going to be another one. So What, another one? Really? This isn't yes. it? Oh, this is incredible. I'm tuning in for sure. There's going to be thousands of them. <laughs> Good. All right, take care, everybody. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.